this next category are amazingly unique and original artists, but what they all share is their vast talent and their ability to create truly unforgettable characters. Here are the nominees for lead actor in a drama series. Milo Ventimiglia, This Is Us. Jason Bateman, Ozark. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Kit Harrington, Game of Thrones. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Billy Porter, Pose. And once again, we witness history unfold. The Emmy goes to Billy Porter. They will be kicking up their kinky boots in Pittsburgh tonight for Hometown Hero. And apologies to whoever's sitting right behind them to the left. God bless you all. The category is love, y'all. Love. I am so overwhelmed and I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough to see this day. James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here. I have the right you have the right. We all have the right. There were so many people who helped me get here along the way, so I'm going to just say thank you. Thank you, first of all, to the other exquisitely talented men in my category. I love you all so much. It is such an honor to be up here breathing the same air that y'all breathe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, my mama, Clorinda, there's no stronger more resilient woman who has graced this earth. I love you, mommy. Much love to the, uh, to the Actors Fund Nursing Home. My sister, Eminem, my husband, Adam Porter-Smith, Susie uh, Deaton, Lenny Beer, Bill Butler, my manager of 29 years. 29 years, you helped me believe in myself when I couldn't believe. Uh, FX, all the people at FX, my Slate PR family, Alexa Fogel, my Pose cast, everybody in my Pose cast, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, you saw me, you believed in us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. We are the people, we as artists are the people that get to change the molecular structure of the hearts and minds of the people who live on this planet. Please don't ever stop doing that. Please don't ever stop telling the truth. I love you all, they're telling me to please stop. God bless you, God bless you. If I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. I love you all. What you just heard was a history-making moment last night at the Emmys. Today is Monday, September 23rd, 2019. As you know, the Emmys are the Oscar equivalent award for the television uh, industry. And last night, Billy Porter was uh, awarded the um, Emmy for uh, leading actor in a drama series. And it made history because he was the first openly gay man to win that award. 
Now, the key word there is openly gay, because um, I'm sure there have been others who have won, but they were not open. Uh, I don't know the history of that, but anyway, that was definitely uh, a history-making moment, and certainly a, a, a jump for the gay community to have their, one of their own win such an award. And that was for, he won that for the TV series Pose, which, um, as I've mentioned before, is on the first seasons on Netflix. And I think the second season is coming soon, if it's not already there. And it also um, airs on FX, the FX network. And that is um, about trans people's lives. And um, I, 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 know I've, I know I've talked about it before, but it's a great show. I know Nessa loves it. So um, you should check it out. But uh, yeah, so history making there. Now, another little upset at the Emmys last night, because I was following this. Um, two two awards went to Fleabag for um, one for the leading actress in a comedy series. And I cannot think of her name now. <laughs> it just escapes me. The lead the lead lady in uh, in that. Uh, what is her name? I'm, I can't believe it. It's a three word name. What is it? Uh, I know you're screaming at your... Um, Thing, but where's the thing about the Emmys? Okay, here we go. I had to go to the Washington Post article about it. And let's see. Yes, um, her name is Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who's the lead actress in the TV show called Fleabag, which appears on uh, Amazon Prime. She also won for... Um, writing or creating the series because uh, she writes it as well. What does this say? Um, the actual little write-up says, the Emmys are often criticized for being entirely too predictable, which makes it the opposite of Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Fleabag, a show as unpredictably emotional as it is hilarious. Waller-Bridge, who also wrote the first season of Killing Eve, caught the eye of many American audiences when, when the first season of Fleabag, which she created, writes, and stars in, hit Amazon in 2016. That that its second season had such a long gestation period is often the sign of a creatively defunct project. In this case, it was completely the opposite. Delighting critics and fans alike, the Emmy surprised us all by giving it four awards on Sunday. Um, in addition to the two from the creative arts ceremonies, including a shocking victory for Waller Bridge over Julia Louise Dreyfus in the Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy category. Uh, it says maybe the awards show has picked up a few of Waller Bridge's tricks. Actually, yeah, that that right there, that little write up reminded me. Julia Louis Dreyfus, um, if she had won this year, would have broken the record for uh, most Emmy wins because she's won them for her previous series. Um, I can't remember exactly what they were, but she didn't win. But this show Fleabag, it's interesting that it won because, well, for me, because I um. When I go to get my hair done, I talk to the receptionist, and she and I got onto this conversation about what we are watching on all the different services. And she told me about Fleabag, uh, like maybe the three months ago or so. And I watched the whole first season, and I thought it was good, but I had a hard time relating to, um, for, for example, in the show, the you know the the show goes on, but then the main character played by um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, she turns to the camera and starts talking to the camera. And it's a little, um, it like breaks the flow of the show, I think. But um, anyway, it's a really funny show. And I need, obviously I need to see the second season now because I haven't watched it. 
But anyway, that was my uh, take on the Emmys. I didn't watch the entire show because I was watching Big Brother last night, but um, which, by the way, was um, interrupted by football, Ugh. meaning it was pushed back for like, I don't know, an hour or something like that. Anyway, so th that was my discussion of the Emmys. Now, that was the good news. Now, moving to some sad news. As you know, I told you in my last podcast that Arthur from the Amarins podcast, his husband, Nigel, was diagnosed with liver cancer. Well, most of you probably already know by now, but Arthur announced on Friday afternoon that his husband, Nigel, died. And it just absolutely broke my heart. I, I was so, so shocked and sad. Shocked because it happened so fast. I think it was only a week ago. Maybe it was two. I don't know. But um, he had just announced on in, on um, Facebook that Nigel was sick. And then, boom, he passed away. And it was just so sad. I just I just feel so bad for Arthur. Luckily, I mean, for us, for the, for his friends and um, Pride 48 podcast community, he is posting on Facebook memories and um, pictures and stuff. And, and it just brings me closer to, you know, knowing more about Nigel and their relationship because they were really, truly in love. And it was just, just I'm just so sad by it. I know. I think you know, a lot of people are shocked and, and, and saddened by it, too. And I, I'm really feeling for Arthur. I need to write him an email. But um, so that's the sad news. Now, that was on Friday. And then on Saturday, my husband and I went to a memorial service for our friend who died back in June. I think I told you about her. Um, she, uh, We know her from the wine community, our wine community. And she had endometrial cancer for like three years and went through all kinds of chemo and a, a trial drug thing from through NIH and just never, nothing was ever um, cured. And she finally just said, you know, okay, here we are. This is where I am. I know that I'm not going to survive this, so I'm just going to enjoy what time I have left. And then that was like, I think that was in May. And then by uh, June 26, she was gone. She died. So her husband, Kurt, um, waited until September to do her memorial because it was it's both her birthday and their anniversary month. I think within a couple of days of the ceremony of the um, memorial service. And the memorial service was very sad and I was crying and I think a lot of people were crying because Kurt got up there and told stories and did the eulogy for his wife and all. And it was just, it was just so sad. I just, it's too much sadness going on. I think, I know I've said that before, but just, again, just too much sadness. Now, along with these two sad stories, um, I do have a voicemail from Scotty who was talking about this. So let me play that now. G'day, Archer. This is Scotty Razzy Butler, and um, I am so not calling your show an Adam show because I no longer do a podcast. But I don't know; it's kind of convenient, right? Anyway, today is Monday, the twenty-third, maybe of September, 
And today was Nigel's funeral, Arthur, Amaran's Arthur's husband. And I've got this feeling, right, that you are one of the few people that have met Arthur, but I don't think, did you meet Nigel? I can't remember that part of the story. <laughs> anyway, I've actually met Nigel three times, so I'm really quite lucky. And he was a really, really nice guy. And um, it's really shit that he has died got liver cancer which I've now learned is super super bad terrible cancer um yeah anyway bye thank you so much for the message Scotty and yes today today on um, New Zealand time was Nigel's um, funeral and I'm sure at some point Arthur will post well he did actually post already about that because they're in the future so um he already posted about that but scotty i don't know um what you're thinking but i have actually never met arthur arthur and i um i would say we're pretty good buddies because we did a podcast together for a short time and um we've talked on skype of course a million times and i i've talked with nigel in the past a couple times on through skype but I have never met either Arthur or Nigel. I wish I had. That would have been nice if I had. But no, I had not. And I think you are correct about liver cancer. I had an uncle who died of liver cancer um, within a month. He, he was diagnosed and then he was gone within, within a month's time. So I know it's very aggressive. And I know that the symptoms aren't, aren't necessarily... Um, noticeable until it's too late so um i think you're right about that so um thanks for calling in scotty oh and by the way scotty i saw the picture of you that you posted on facebook that you met when you met and had dinner with arthur and nigel uh one time when you had a, a layover in uh, new zealand um so that was nice thanks for sharing that now um Moving on to a, a different subject completely, um, I got an, a notification today that I have something coming tomorrow, like a package coming tomorrow from Apple. Now, I keep checking, you know, because I ordered the iPhone um, iPhone 11 Pro Max in midnight green. I told already told you that, but I told you it wasn't coming until between October 1st and October 4th. Well... Somehow, for some reason today, I got a notification in the, in my email from um, is it UPS. Yeah, from UPS saying you have a package coming tomorrow, and it's coming from AI. And I know that that's Apple Inc. So um, because everything else I've gotten, like I've already gotten two cases: my um, iPhone 11 Pro Max clear case and an iPhone 11 Pro Max leather case in I don't know what this color is called. Oh, forest green. So I have two cases already, and I already received my pine green uh, watch band for my, because um, I ordered that to go with my 
um, Series Four watch band. I mean, my Series Four watch, and um, so each time those came, I got a notification saying something was coming from AI. And this, the only thing else I have coming from AI, is my iPhone. Except it could be the um, box that I'm supposed to be getting to. Because I, what I did was I traded in my old phone, so I have to send them back my old phone. My, I say old, but it's only a year old. It's the um, iPhone um, XS Max. Um, so it might be the box that's coming back um, for me to ship it back to them. But I can't ship it back to them until I actually get the phone. I'm kind of hoping that it's the actual phone because... Um, then I'll have some time to look at it and play with it because tomorrow night, Tuesday night, I'm going to be recording a podcast with John Ong and Ricky from Found Monkeys to talk about the new iPhones. They both got theirs on Friday and they've been posting pictures and John Ong posted a slow fee, the new slow motion selfie thing. And um, so we're going to talk about the phones tomorrow night and I'll, you know, let uh, release that show like probably Thursday. Um, but anyway, so I'm hoping that my it, that it's my actual phone coming tomorrow. Of course, if it's just the box, I'm going to be really upset, as usual. Now, once again, I have another voice letter from Scotty. But this one came um, after last week's podcast where I talked about ordering. Uh, was it last week? Yeah, ordering the, the iPhone. So let's listen to this message from Scotty. G'day Archers, this is Scotty, your Aussie butler, and oh my gosh, so many new Apple products are out. Listen, I've got the, the crappy old uh, Apple Watch 3 that my ex Daryl bought me. Um, I really should be chucking it in the bin because every time I look at the time, I should be reminded of him. Although I'm not, but still, I don't know, you know, the Apple Watch 5 is by far the best one ever. Like, it actually tells the time all the time, not when you flick your wrist in a violent, hysterical, roundabout way. Um, I don't know, I just feel like it's perfect and I need it. And in Australia, it's only like $700, so... Sunshine I don't know. Mind the gap. Um, anyway, I'm sure you'll be getting the iPhone 11 nothing in vomit green colour. Um, or perhaps sexually frustrated purple. Although, that's probably more relevant for Big Fatty. Anyway, um, I hope you can afford a new iPhone 11 basic um, now that you're a pensioner. And uh, if not, we'll wait till next year when the real upgrade will happen. Bye. Well, uh, once again, thank you, Scotty, for the message and a couple of things to uh, address there. Um, one, you are correct. The um, Apple Watch Series 5 is the best watch they've made. But every year, every time a new one comes out, that is the best one that they've made. So, um, yes, it is the best one you made. And I think you should get rid of that 3 so you can for forget that guy who gave it to you. Because he was a jerk. I remember you were podcasting about him. And I'm like, ugh, he was awful. Anyway, um, I suggest you go ahead and get the 5 because there is a big enough of a change between the 3 and the 5 to make it worth getting. So um, go ahead and upgrade and get a, a pretty watch band, pretty color watch band to go with it. 
Now, you did mention the phones, and I have already said that, yes, I have ordered the iPhone 11 Pro Max in midnight green, not vomit green. That It doesn't even look anything close to vomit green. I don't know where you came up with that. Of course, that's just your silliness because you hate Apple so much. The other color that you said, uh, what was it? Um, sex something, sex deprived purple or something like that. Well, I'll tell you, I would never get those because I didn't, that's, that's only available in the regular iPhone 11. And number two, all of those colors are too pastel looking for me, except for the red. The red looks pretty good. But all the other colors, they're just, I don't like pastel colors. So um, I wouldn't like any one of any of those. So um, was there something else? Oh, oh, can I afford it? Um, well, if you haven't um, been paying attention for the past two and a half years, <laughs> Um, I'm doing really well in retirement, so I have no problem um, affording the new uh, phone and the, uh, well, I haven't decided about the watch yet. I mean, I probably will get the watch, but I haven't decided yet. Um, in terms of the affording the phone, this actually will be the ch one of the cheapest phones I've gotten in the last couple of years because of the trade-in. They're giving me $600 for my iPhone XS Max. And that cuts the price down to $645 for an iPhone 11 Pro Max. So I think it's well worth it and I can afford it. No problem at all. So I think that answers everything. Um, and, I, and that is all I have for today. Um, I didn't want to make this too long um, because I'm going to be recording again tomorrow night with Ricky and John Ong about the iPhones, and I will release that one on probably Thursday, maybe Friday at the latest, so that you'll have two Archer Radios to listen to this week. Anyway, that is all I have for today. Thank you for listening, and until next time, bye.